0: Oh my friend was sending me um screenshots of messages the guys have sent her. And? On dating. Um well this one was fuck I closed it, but it was something like, I'm looking for a naughty girl to like send me her panties so I can sniff them. And yeah. she was like, Okay, it's nine hundred dollars And he's like, Wow, that's expensive. She's like i never once said i was cheap
1: your friend said that yeah that's hilarious yo we should totally like do that make some money like take a shit in the diaper and fucking
0: um and then he goes do you squirt in them for that
1: like pee pee or like finger squirt
0: he just said squirt and she was like blocked
1: this guy's gross Like, it's one thing to ask for a a woman's underwear, it's another thing to make it, like, inappropriate.
0: Guys on dating apps fucking suck. Is that so? Yeah. Like, I have not met a single girl who's been like, oh, yeah, no, I've never had a creepy guy message me on a dating app.
1: And on that note, welcome back. My name's Kyle Hicks.
0: (laughs) Are you actually recording? Yeah. Okay, well, you are not putting that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Are you actually recording?
1: No, Jess. Don't worry, you're good. And today...
0: <laughs> if that actually got recorded and you put that on there, I'd fucking kill you.
1: <laughs> and we're gonna do a little series of things. A lot of stuff Jessica doesn't know. A lot of stuff she's ignorant on. Uh, rude. Like, she doesn't know what... N- well, she knows these things now. She knows, like, what Prozac is, the the Canadian band.
0: Hey, I knew of Prozac before.
1: You didn't know what Too Many Cooks were, though?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Or Nostalgia Critic. No. But
0: I am not a YouTube person. I don't spend time watching YouTube videos. Well, other
1: things. Like, you don't know the band, like, Harrison's Cross. Now you do. What? I just made them up. I wanted to see if you would say you knew what they were. (laughs) No. I was going to call you on it. And today we're discussing and watching uh, Little Shop of Horrors 1986. Do you know what that is?
0: I have heard the name Little Shop of Horrors. Mm Mm-hmm other than that i have not a clue
1: what would you guess it is just from that there's enough to get something from that
0: it kind of sounds like a vaguely like horror-esque movie okay um there's a little shop it's full of horrors sounds like a good time
1: okay right on
0: i feel like there's a giant plant in it
1: there's a giant plant in it okay okay and it came out in
0: 1986 all right so that was long before i was born
1: yeah, me too. Me too. Like, like, decades before I was born. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie directed by Yoda from Star Wars.
0: Like, the voice actor for Yoda?
1: I mean, sure. Frank Oz. That's the way to look at it. I meant more like, you know, because there's puppets in it. I was trying to keep it puppet-oriented. But yeah, Frank Oz.
0: Wait, there's puppets in the movie?
1: Well, what do you think the giant, like, plants made out of? We well, thought it was the famous 1960. 1960- or 1986 CGI or something?
0: No. I, I don't know. I thought it was like a robot maybe or like just... Okay. A
1: robot. A robot. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah no, they yeah, built no. a robot. Okay. Okay. You know what? What?
0: They did it for Jurassic Park. They built robot dinosaurs. That
1: was over 10 years later though.
0: You know what? You can suck a lemon.
1: Okay, I'll go do that. Um, it's a film adapted of the 1982 off-Broadway musical comedy of the same name. And the off-Broadway musical comedy is based off a 1960 film called The Little Shop of Horrors. The movie grossed uh, $39 million at the box office, costing $25 million, uh, which essentially made it a flop, but then it became a, a smash with VHS and uh, beta when it's released in 1987. What the hell is beta? That is an episode all on its own. Okay. Beta is like, became Laserdisc, became DVD, became HD DVD, became Blu-ray. Ooh. Blu-ray.
0: Okay, so it's Blu-ray.
1: It's, it's like the old, it's 1986 version of Blu-ray. Okay. Yes. Anyway, so, here's a fun idea. Why don't we watch the movie? Take a little break. We'll watch the movie. You jot down some ideas, some things that you feel irrelevant to point out to the people.
0: Okay.
1: And we will get back to this momentarily all right okay we'll see you guys in an hour and a half see ya oh and if you want to watch it too it's like it's on youtube you can just watch it on youtube
0: Uh, it's free on youtube guys look at this free advertisement
1: for youtube yeah not for the company they're not getting any money oh i
0: know like i know i'm not the brightest person and i'm like i'm actually really fucking stupid but
1: oh don't say that jess you're not a person (laughs) why would you say those horrible things all right well that was fun okay so little shop of horrors we just watched it it's the same day i swear it's not days later
0: Oh yeah, definitely directly after
1: so jess what did you think of little shop of horrors
0: i thought it was really good (laughs) i don't know what else to say
1: well for those of us who haven't seen it that's good why don't you give us a quick break breakdown of the the film don't do this too. I see you took some notes.
0: Okay, they're horrible notes.
1: Did you like her voice?
0: I thought it was really annoying, and I don't know, it kind of felt... I want to say, like, somebody from, like, the 50s would talk like that. Mm. And movies from, like, the 50s era, they always talked in, like, that high-pitched, squeaky voice.
1: Well, you know, I told you it's based off a off-Broadway uh, musical. Yeah. She was actually the only uh, actor-slash-actress that was actually from the musical who wasn't recast.
0: You know what? I was um, doing a little research on it, and I did find that. And I thought that was a really
1: fun fact. She actually, I don't know if you noticed this in your research, too, but she actually, the, I guess the Audrey uh, one, in the original The Little Shop of Horrors 1960 film, she was a brunette, and she actually brought, like, the blonde wig to... The, she brought the blonde wig to, like, the uh, the rehearsals, and people were like, oh, that's surprising, because the original actress who played Audrey uh, was a brunette. And that's fascinating, I guess. Not really, but it's it, it's that's the thing I said. It's relevant <laughs> to the topic. So well,
0: it's it's an interesting fact, and I like it. I don't know. I feel like, and it might be stereotypical, but I feel like the blonde suited the character.
1: It suited the voice.
0: It really did. Yes. Bloomer, she portrayed Audrey. and yeah. It felt right.
1: All right. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give away a little something. Okay. Okay. So I know the format is things that I've seen that you have not seen but in full disclosure that was my first screening of little Shop of Horror as well oh really yeah i i picked that because i have a funko pop of audrey too and i feel like a poser with it on my wall (laughs) so i was like you know what we gotta see this thing we gotta like sit down and watch it i gave it a chance it's good i knew that there was a talking plant i knew that rick moranis was the main guy i didn't get that she was the love interest until 30 minutes in
0: really you didn't you didn't get that from the no. opening scene where she walks into the flower shop. Yeah. He comes up from the basement with the flower pots, trips over himself, and, like, they have that little awkward thing.
1: The whole movie's awkward.
0: Okay. But, like, literally, she has a black eye, and he doesn't notice it. He's just, like, so enchanted by her beauty, and he's like, did you do your makeup differently?
1: Is that what you got from that? No, he's stupid. He didn't get that there was a black yeah, eye. but
0: the way he was portraying himself, like, he obviously had a crush on her
1: see maybe that's my whole thing is maybe it's the, about the portraying itself because i just got from like the lady that she was like immediately i got the impression she was not a character we should like by her voice so i was like oh she's like the nutty sidekick or something like she's gonna be best she's really be, like, the slutty best friend of like the main girl or something like maybe if she didn't have that outrageous fucking wig and that crazy voice i'd be like all right i see what's happening he's into her also, there's no meet-cute, they just know each other. That was the weirdest part of the movie to me, is that, like, it didn't know how to start.
0: Yeah, I I guess I'm a, I can see where you're coming from.
1: Well, let me make my point real quick. So what I'm trying to get at is, like, they have, like, the weird, like, opening, you know, uh, sc- crawl. It's like the Star wars s crawl where I didn't read it, but I assume it tells you that, like, the plants are from space.
0: Did not not
1: read it to us? Yeah, I wasn't paying attention.
0: I'm pretty sure it read it to us. And what did it say? Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> like, nerdy flower shop guy. Uh, he ends up buying this strange exotic plant from, like, this Chinese dude. Okay. After there was, like, a full solar eclipse one day. And when he he brought it up from, like, the basement and it drew in a bunch of customers, which was really good because the flower shop was really failing. Started getting rich, but plants started dying. Yeah, and then he was picking up roses off the floor, pricked his finger, started bleeding, and the plant perked up. So he realized that the plant wanted human blood.
1: Yeah, like when you have a plant and like you you take out like the water pot, they will like move. They'll perk up. They say, yo, give me some water.
0: They always do, right?
1: Before they break out into something. No, so,
0: like, he starts, like, feeding it his blood by, like, pricking his fingers. Like, it was just, like, gushing out of his finger, and I'm like, that's so realistic for just, like, pricking your finger on, like, a rose thorn. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I've done that, and my finger has. Definitely bless No, because then what happens
1: next? What happens to the plant? It gets bigger.
0: It gets gigantic. Humongous. You monk. You
1: that was a big part of it too, is like he was like rich and successful and famous. Nobody knew the plant could sing. It was just yes. the fact that it was big. They were all like, Oh, cool.
0: You'd think you'd make more money from like this talking plant that like just breaks out into song, but no.
1: It's, it's the only movie where Steve Martin's hair is not white or grey.
0: I literally did not know that his hair was another color. Other than white.
1: We Googled it. There is no existing, like... Color photo. Color photo of Steve Martin with colored hair outside of, like, I guess stills from this movie. Yeah. And his hair is, like... I don't even think they use dye. They use, like, like, black shoe polish. It's, like, black. Yeah,
0: it's, like, black, black.
1: If you told me it washed off at the end of the, each shooting day, I'd be like, yeah. Because that's not real hair dye. That's, like... He looks like a greaser. Yes. So he's a dentist who gets off on, like, hurting people, weirdly huffs fucked... Like, that. what's that stuff called?
0: I think it's called nitrous oxide. It's, like, the laughing gas that the dentist's office
1: has. Is yeah, that was fucking mine. So, like, and then Rick Ramirez shows up with a gun, and he's... I guess he, we assume he's gonna kill Steve Martin, though, if you ask me, nothing about that character makes me think he was actually gonna pull the trigger.
0: No, as soon as he pulled the gun out, I'm thinking... What what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, you're going to shoot this guy, like, in the middle of his office? Yeah. No, you're not. He's beating a girl you're so in love with that you named, like, your prized possession after. And, like, you didn't do anything up to this point. Like, but luckily Steve Martin's wearing this self-built huffing machine where he's huffing, like,
0: the carbon... What's it called? Uh, the nitrous oxide. And he can't Uh, take it off. Yeah, he goes to turn it off when he sees, um, Seymour pull out the gun. But instead of turning it off, he... Breaks the knob off of it so he can't turn the nitrous oxide off.
1: And like passive Seymour just stands there and watches him die. Yeah,
0: because he's like, oh shit, what do I do?
1: So then okay. Seymour feeds the plant, Steve Martin.
0: You're jumping ahead. Yeah, we got this whole scene where he's, like, dragging this body, and then he drags it to, like, behind the flower shop and starts chopping it up with an axe.
1: And the flower shop owner, who's, like, a father to Seymour, sees him do it and assumes that, like, he killed Steve Martin.
0: I, I don't know about you, but I'm watching this, and I'm going, okay, why are we going to use an axe? in an alley to chop up a body like everybody knows you gotta put a tarp down mm-hmm. like you gotta get rid of the evidence there's gonna be blood everywhere guys
1: well that brings me to the next point because like even though the guy's like a father to him like he goes to, to see to seymour and goes i saw you chop up buddy i'm gonna turn you in and i'm, I'm there with them because like at the end of the day like i don't need to go to jail for 25 years because there's blood of a dentist all over my off my my flower shop right
0: yes yeah, I totally get that.
1: But then he pulls a fucking line where he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll let you, I'll let you like run away and give you a head start if you give me like the secret to keeping the plant alive. Because at this point, Seymour has offer offered like, his own plant show. A, bus, a bunch of customers are coming in to get the plant.
0: So then Seymour's like, all right, I'm going to tell you. And he starts explaining it to him as he's walking towards him. So the guy's backing up closer yeah. to the plant. And then all of a sudden, the plant's just like, hey, and... Eats the
1: shop owner. Didn't you get the impression that, like, they weren't constantly, like, any time Seymour was interacting with the plant, you were like, dude, you're too close to it. It eats people.
0: You know what? I totally thought that, too. I like, was like, I was on
1: my seat the whole time.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for this plant to just be like, you know what, Seymour?
1: I'm gonna eat you. Just, like, and then, like, I think that's what Seymour was waiting for, so he was like, oh, run away. No, he can just eat you. It's like a man-eating plant. Yeah. But here's a fun fact about those plants, is after each shooting day... Before they would have to like reshoot for the next day, it would take about two to three hours to reapply paint to the plants. Oh really? Yeah, like you know when you see like old like puppets and like animatronics from like old movies that have been like kept up and they look a fucking nightmare. The paint they use and stuff isn't meant to last forever. It's meant for a shot, like a shoot. That's it. And in fact, when they were shooting the plants, they couldn't get the um, the plants to look right. They didn't look real. But they found out that if they played it either in slow mo or they slow down the speed going forward that, cause you only know, have like the ivy arms, right? Yeah. That the movement of the ivy arms actually made a, whole lot lo- a lot more sense. And there was zero blue screen, they would slow down like the rate of the plants. And that became an issue during filming, well not so much an issue, more of a hassle, it was a solution to an issue. Where none of the shots of the plants were done with blue screen or green screen. It was all, like, the humans were interacting with the plants, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime there were singing scenes, the humans actually had to word their words slowly so that when it was, like, speeded up or whatever, it looked more organic. The plants were moving slower, and the humans were moving slower, so when they speeded it up, it looked normal.
0: Okay.
1: That's why Seymour's back's always, like, like he's always, like, ten feet away from the plant, walking around, but, like, showing his back to the audience for the most part.
0: Okay, I... I can see
1: that. And then, luckily, we actually saw the better version of the movie. And if I'm being honest, there's two versions. There's the director cut, and then there's the theatric cut. And I, I can't speak for you, but if I would have saw the theatric cut first, we'd be having a totally different conversation. I'd be saying that was a bad movie.
0: You know what? I, I would agree. Because I felt the ending that the director's cut had fit with how the movie was going more than how the theatrical release ending was
1: the thing about Little Shop of Horrors, at least in my opinion, I think you could speak for this too, is like, it's like an hour and forty-eight minute long movie, and the first forty minutes is like you're sitting there going, okay, and, and.
0: Yes, it's. Okay. It's definitely a hard movie to get into.
1: And it's such a different movie that even when you're watching, you're still like, okay, okay, I'm with you. What are we doing here? If they didn't like hit the landing so well, I like it would be a bad movie to me. That'd be the end of the discussion. But basically what happens next is Audrey comes by. Because Seymour's like, you and me, Audrey, we're getting out of here. She gets by because the plant calls her.
0: Yeah, the plant calls her and starts singing to her on the phone. And she's like, who is this? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, it's Seymour. And the plant's like, oh, no, baby, it's not Seymour. And then she sees it moving because... Conveniently, her apartment is across the street from the flower shop.
1: If I had to guess, that was that's because it was a, a play. And I would assume that the set would have been the street in between her building and then his building. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if his dentist shop was like above her building or something
0: you know what i'm i'm pretty sure that it was fairly close because in the movie where he's taking the body of the dentist out like he didn't go far like it felt like he came down the stairs from the like the back of the dentist shop went like across an alley and then he was at the back of the flower shop
1: you know what other shot shot didn't make a lot of sense to me because they set it up in a different way than it was supposed to go is there's a point where steve martin comes up and he, like, is, like, showing everyone, like, I'm a bastard, I slapped this lady, because she don't call me doctor. You know how it is, Seymour, you got slapped your lady around. And then he leaves on his motorcycle, but he gives Seymour his card? Seymour has an interaction with the plant, and then Steve Martin comes back, like, two minutes later on his motorcycle, and then Seymour's like, oh, I want to go to your office tomorrow. That made no fucking... Wouldn't it made more sense if Seymour, like, once he got the card, then made a phone call, and said, "Okay, oh, why did Steve-, Steve Martin and Audrey leave? Just to come back.
0: Uh, just to go on a motorcycle ride, I guess.
1: I guess so. Just around the block once, and then back in the opposite direction. So Audrey goes to the little shop of horrors, and she has the most anticlimactic death ever. She's in her mouth for like two seconds, Seymour pulls her out, but she dies.
0: Yes. Okay. She gets pulled out of mouth, but she has enough, like, energy left to run out of the shop with Seymour, lay down in an alley, sing this song, and then she dies.
1: With no notice... Like, oh, I guess internal bleeding, I guess? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I jumped over a part real quick where she sings the Herbert song from Family Guy that you noticed.
0: Somewhere that's green?
1: Yes. And then Seymour goes to the roof to commit suicide where, like, so fucking weird. There's a guy up there on top of this fucking roof. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, I, I I don't know if you but I did point that out, and I'm like... Why is this guy just, like, creeping on this rooftop?
1: Oh, I can tell you, Jess. So, here's the reason. He's there so we can tell Seymour. Seymour, we've made copies of these plants, and we want you to sign off. We're going to put, up like, one of these, like, Audrey twos in every home. And Seymour's like, no. And he goes, well, we'll we talked to our lawyers. We don't need your signature anyways. So, he's on that roof to, I guess, inform him that they don't need to inform him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, what was the point of that?
1: Yeah, so he goes down to the little shop of horrors again. Seymour. 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 does. No, not the guy on the roof. The guy on the roof is just, he lives on that roof.
0: Yeah. He's hanging that, out that's there. That's his
1: domain. Yeah, that's where he likes to chill. And I can't remember exactly the, uh, the, um, the back and forth they have, but basically Seymour shoots the plant. It's indestructible, and uh, the plant eats him. So Seymour goes down there. He shoots the plant a handful of times with the gun, and nothing like comes with it and the plant needs Seymour because the movie knows that it's not necessarily a story about Seymour it's a story about the universe they've created and the protagonist is no longer needed for the rest of the story. It's fucking badass it's like the movie The Stuff where everyone just needs to go to the store you know because it's 1986 and everyone's buying plants you know it's it's the big uh, the big plant revolution and they each get their own like plant for their house it starts like just destroying the world
0: yeah and there's um like newscasts that these plants are taking over and then it cuts to like the big city where these plants are just like demolishing buildings turning cars over eating all the people they can find
1: and it's badass because like they show you like they're indestructible to gunshots so you have the army in this point like they're huge
0: yeah they're huge and
1: the army's shooting them
0: yeah, because that makes sense. Why Why does every movie send in the army to kill these big, like, creatures when it's so obvious that the army's guns aren't going to do shit?
1: That, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, because it's like, they, obviously they have policemen first, and the policemen call in the army, and the army, like, don't use guns, use, like, nukes or something. Like, take That's, people out of the town.
0: Is that just to show, like, how stupid humans are?
1: See, I actually like that scene, only because it kind of was like, like, that was the one scene to show you, like... We've lost. Like, once, like... would be one thing it was police officers shooting them. Like, oh, well, there's other... other, You call FBI, call CIA. Once the army is, like, shooting at, like, these fucking plants and the the bullets are digging off their fucking heads... We're done. Game over.
0: We're all dead, guys. And the
1: great thing about the ending is it's, like, you literally feel you're being overwhelmed by these plants because every shot of these fucking plants killing everyone. And then, like, the last scene... Which nine times out of ten, when it's done like this, is tacky. But this fucking work is the plant like rips through the screen, meta fourth wall style. Like if you were in the theater, to be like, we're eating you now, and the movie ends.
0: Yeah, which is really cool.
1: Here's why the ending's cool because there's a song that a lady sings, green grass or something. Oh. Audrey two. Audrey one song.
0: Yeah, somewhere that's green.
1: She sings this fucking song about like wanting to go somewhere where it's green. It's cool because it's like evil foreshadowing because the green place she's going to is like inside the plant. It's so trippy because like she's psyched to go inside of it, because she's like, it can get bigger and make you more famous Seymour. That's a cool fucking ending. I don't like how the two people Seymour killed were in like a pussy way, just because it would have worked better if Seymour like, did become corrupted. Like, he was a nice guy who became corrupted and then got eaten by a plant. Uh, Why don't you tell everyone the other ending? The theatric ending.
0: Okay, yeah. So the theatrical ending is that Audrey doesn't die. Seymour, like, pulls her out of the plant, leaves her in the alley, he goes back in. There's, like, a wire that's, like, come loose, loose ends. So he ends up just electrocuting this plant.
1: Yeah, the way you can just electrocute grounded plants.
0: Okay. So the plant dies, and... We see Seymour come out of the building, and him and Audrey, they embrace. And then it cuts to them going to...
1: The place in her fantasy.
0: The place from her fantasy. But then, like, the last and, shot is, yeah, like... they're going in, yeah. and the camera pans out to this beautiful little garden they have. And then you see a tiny little Audrey 2 plant that just smiles at the camera.
1: Which I just realized as you're saying that, like, the assumption's the same. It's just done less cool. Like, they're gonna die from a fucking plant. Yes. Okay, I just... As you were saying that, I came up with a the fan theory.
0: Okay, but well, lay it on me. I'm laying it
1: on you. Actually, you know what? This is a good chance, real quick. I got... This fan theory, I got a few fan theories I came up with. So right off the bat, like we were saying earlier about the beginning and how weak it is, they do the, sc- the scroll, and then Audrey goes, oh, Seymour has been, like, mixing around with his foreign plants and made a new plant. So you're like, oh, that's how they're going to introduce the plant in, like, passing? And then, like, they bring the plant up, and then, like, five minutes later, Seymour's like, no, 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 let me tell you what actually happened. He goes to a Chinese, like, fucking store, like you said. There's no plants there. And then lightning hits, like, the table where there's a plant now, and he takes it.
0: Kind of um, the solar eclipse, and it's not really lightning. It kind of looks like um, like a beam from like a UFO.
1: Sure, like green lightning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That like kind of just like phases it down, and yeah. then the
1: plant's there. All right. So, my first fan theory I thought of, like originally, is like you know, like the Iron Giant, for example. Okay. Yeah. The assumed sequel that's never made of the Iron Giant, everyone assumes, is like someone sent the giant down there. To wipe out mankind, and he just didn't do it because he had the bump on the head. Well, what happens with the robots who built the Iron Giant? Clue in that the robot didn't work. They'd send more robots, right? So, like, the Eclipse is the spaceship covering the Earth, and some not plant aliens who are like invading like different planets. They created like a carbon like based uh, creature from like Earth that was indestructible. So on each planet, it's like a different indestructible creature, but Earth because we have plants, it's like a Earth plant. And that's what makes it so cool about, like, Seymour not killing it with electricity, because that's not indestructible. Mm -hmm. That dies. It's cool how, like, it literally takes over the whole planet, and, like, guns can't wipe it out or anything. Like, what else would you assume from that? Like, it literally comes from a green laser from space. There's a song called, like, Big Green Mean Alien Machine or something in it, right? That's the song he's singing when he sprouts out other heads. Yeah,
0: it's, um... I don't know, it's, like, mean green from outer space.
1: But anyways, the point I'm trying to make is that's, like, my one fan theory is, like, other aliens created them.
0: Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. That's
1: what it is. That's what it is. And I don't even know if that's a fan theory or if that's, like, the assumption. Is that what you got from the movie? Like, how, who brought the, like, what do you think, do you think other, like, other, like, plant aliens sent that plant down? Or would you assume it was, like, another species?
0: No, 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 like, that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe they sent the plant down first to wipe out all humans so that maybe the humanoid aliens can just inhabit the planet now?
1: Or is... No, no, get us no,
0: out of the way, so... Yeah,
1: the aliens, like, the plants kill us, and then, like, they have the antidote to the plants, and they kill the plants, and they have the planet.
0: Yeah.
1: Or is, like, is the assumption, like, the eclipse made a green ray, which made a plant...
0: No. Um, I didn't really think too much into it, but, like, what you're saying, I can definitely get behind that fan theory. Yeah. That the eclipse was caused by a spaceship. Because normally when a solar eclipse is coming, we know about it for, like, a while in advance.
1: But well, why was that even a part of it? Like...
0: Yeah, it, it didn't really make sense, and I feel like that should have been the opening scene. Like, why are we... Oh, yes, thank you. Why is, is this, like, 25 to...
1: minutes into the movie now? Like, that should be the first shot. Thank you. That's what I was... The whole point I was trying to make.
0: Yeah, yeah. It definitely should have been the first shot. Like, why do we have to have the flashback to it? It would have yeah. made more sense to start with that.
1: And then the second th- fan theory I came up with, like, while you were discussing the ending is, what if the theatric version of the of the story was what the girl saw when she died?
0: Okay. Yeah, that could be it. Like, he
1: pulls her out in the real version. But, like in her head, like, you know, like, there's, like, versions of, like, when you die, like, you you get a fantasy, or you go to your personal heaven, like, yeah. she really goes to, like, the duplex from her fantasy in the song.
0: Yeah. No, um, that could be it.
1: Because, like, why would they all of a sudden be able just to, like, afford a duplex? Like, the whole first, like, act is all about how poor they are, and they can't leave, like, this bum-fucking-town.
0: Yeah, but he also made a lot of money from, like, the Audrey 2 publicity. No, that's a well, good point, maybe I that's guess. how they afforded
1: it. I didn't think of that. That's a good point. Um, I'll be honest with you. For how long it took me to figure out that Audrey 2 was Lumpedress, it took me even longer to try to figure out what the Little Shop of Horror was. I think it was around the time where, like, Seymour was being eaten, Where I was like, oh, we're in the Little Shop of Horror. Is that bad? I love you. Okay, because I feel... Yeah, okay, so, like...
0: As soon as the plant started drinking his blood, I was like, oh, okay, so the flower shop's going to now be the Little Shop of Horrors. Like... Something's going down in this flower shop somewhere in this movie.
1: See, I thought, like, at first that the Chinese (laughs) shop was the shop of horrors, right? Because, like, before I saw this film, like, what I pictured in my head was, like, Seymour goes to, like, a shop of horrors. Almost like that episode of Rick and Morty where the devil has, like, the shop where, like, you get the typewriter to write, like, you know, uh, amazing novels, but, like, all the deaths in your crime novels, like, happen in real life. Like, I was, like, that's what I was waiting for, like, Seymour to go to, like, a shop. Well, like, they have Mugwise there, they got fucking, you know, little weird plants, they got, like, a a monkey's paw, and I thought, like, that would be, like, Little Shop of Horror. Because this is a flower shop.
0: Yes, okay, I get that, but at the same time, you wouldn't really see a flower shop as a Little Shop of Horrors. Like, that's kind of why they did it.
1: I just feel like, obviously, the, um, the original, like, director's cut of the ending was the, like ending closer to the Broadway play yeah the guy who actually designed the model for the plant his name is Richard Conway he also designed he also did some work on the movie Brazil and Flash Gordon I believe the theatric, uh film and it cost five million dollars to produce uh, the film at the time wait cut that out because it makes no fucking sense at the time it was the most expensive film made by Warner Brothers Fuck, how great would it have been if, like, Disney bought Warner Brothers instead of, um, Fox? Like, you see Harry Potter, like, interact with the Avengers. We could have watched Little Shop of Horrors on fucking Disney Plus instead of having to, like, watch that. Oh, guys, you know how I said get that beginning of this video, like, you can watch it on YouTube? You can't watch it on YouTube. You can go insane trying to watch it on YouTube.
0: You can pay for it on YouTube, but it is not free on YouTube.
1: Actually, I recommend watch it for seven minutes, the version on YouTube, because it is insane. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I we couldn't even get past seven minutes it was
1: that bad so what did you think of little shop of horrors has it like is it now part of like the roster of like films you're going to watch once a year Do, do you not need to watch it ever again are you interested in watching the broadway play like how has little shop of horrors affected you and how will it trickle through your existence
0: well it's it's definitely a movie that i would watch again okay i'd like to see the original the 1960 film just to kind of compare it to the 86 film
1: yeah because like i told you evil dead is a horror film i was i talked I, t- I mentioned this before we started recording but evil dead's a horror film and they made a broadway musical about evil dead which is obviously way more campier because it has music in it and it's almost I, like what i get from little shop of horrors and like little shop of horrors is that It would be like if someone took the musical of Evil Dead and made that into a movie. Like, I think The Little Shop of Horrors, the 1960 black and white film, is an actual horror film.
0: Yes, but if you Google it, it does label it as a horror and a comedy.
1: That's crazy. I actually was... I think we should do that movie because I was looking into it, and it actually only took two and a half days to make it.
0: Okay, maybe that should be our next episode.
1: Jack Nicholson plays the Bill Murray character in the original.
0: Okay.
1: And there's actually... A kids cartoon that was made in the 90s Called Little Shop Or The Little Shop Where there's like a little boy named Seymour And he has a plant But it's a Venus flytrap It's mm-hmm. not It's not
0: uh, Audrey too? It's
1: not Audrey 2 It's like a Venus flytrap And it's like a prequel to Little Shop of Horrors Called Little Shop And this plant has like eyes And I don't know I don't know what you, And it doesn't eat humans It eats like just shit around the house I wouldn't recommend watching it I see you googling images. Let's see Let's see what you got.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's it was made in 1991.
1: That's all I gotta say about Little Shop of Horrors. You know, like and subscribe.
0: It's definitely um a movie I'd watch again. Uh, I'd like to see the two prequels before it. So like the Broadway play and the 1960 film. It was good. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. It has changed my life forever now.
1: I don't think I need to see it ever again. <laughs> myself
0: we are definitely watching it again
1: i mean i could watch it again it wasn't bad um more than like like i don't think it needs to be remade but they should definitely like even the director's cut like they should just re-edit that i wonder if the theatric version is it easier to watch because we just saw the ending of it right we didn't see the full thing i wonder if like it's not awkward like for 40 fucking like i wonder if it just like happens better
0: i feel like it's just the ending that's different
1: See, because I always assumed that the scroll was, like, a producer's note. Because it's like, oh, people are going to be confused. Like, it's confusing their plans from space. But, like, that's part of the director's cut. So that's part of, like, Buddy's image, is, like, to have that scroll. Maybe. Anyways, thanks for listening.
0: Peace out. Peace out. We gotta, like, have, like, a nice little opening and a nice little closing. You got a nice little opening on you. Oh my god, you're disgusting.